Good morning. Hello, everybody. This is Marisha for Love Your Creativity. It's a bit early this morning. Well, it didn't seem so, but uh, it was a late night. And this is the podcast coaching session I'm doing with Ryan James Locke. This is the fourth one we're doing, all on uh, how to really approach a product and how to market it and get a plan behind it. But today's a bit different because we've been doing them with Ryan in Canada and I've been in London. But today, this morning, which is why it's way too early for me, Ryan has been in London for a few days before he's going to Ibiza this afternoon. So this is a, oh my God, I'm quite, I, we need to do this, but my brain doesn't work. So good morning, Ryan. Hi, Marisha. <laughs> How are you feeling today? Yeah, good, thank you. Good, it's nice to be back in London. It's very, um, it's a lot busier than I remember. Oh, always. And also here, Soho is crazy busy, right? Well, the centre of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it though. I love it. Um, so last time we... Um, Last time we did a coaching session, for those of you who haven't heard the previous ones, uh, Ryan, what are you doing, Ryan? Tell them what, they do, what I'm doing here with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> my brain out. is not working. So I coach clients um, from business owners and entrepreneurs to creators and performers, um, basically how to market themselves and their work, overcome limiting beliefs, and essentially you know, achieve their goals and, and, and kind of shine in a crowded market. So you've taken me on to coach you about your single London town. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go through things like PR strategies, how to market it, how to get it in the right hands, but also you know, the more coaching side, so how to overcome you know, procrastination, limited thinking, uh, and just generally you know, let it shine. Great. Yeah, exactly. At least your brain switched on. Um, <laughs> and off the back of that, I mean, certainly I've gone from a real sense of panic to doing stuff. Now, I had really two main bits of homework last week <laughs> which were one i said that i was going to get the youtube video done yeah which i did yay me all of sunsets from my flat over a couple of weeks period and then tried to get it up on youtube and then of course i then went well hang on i've got to show it to the world yeah so now so i have i keep thinking i've not done that that much but actually i have because i've done the youtube video and then I have contacted quite a lot of friends in particular to send it out into the ether mm-hmm. and say, look, have a look at this. And I've posted it on my blog and slowly but surely people are coming to do it. So that was part of the homework to mm-hmm. kind of find yeah. and get it out into the space. Yeah. And another part of the homework was to obviously to try and do a half an hour down London town, which kind of hasn't happened. What's happened is I've ended up doing three or four hour blocks okay. and then having a day off and I'm... In the That's last, I'm in the last week of rehearsal, as you know, for the Seagull, which opens on Monday. And um, as we discussed last week, it was time, time then and time now. And I'm already being asked to audition for a play next week. So in the middle of a run of one thing, I'll be auditioning for a play to start the week after. Yeah, nice. Which is brilliant. But also I've got some films already booked in and I'm going, hang on again. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be about priorities. And it was kind of weird. I'm not sure I used the right tactics. I, I don't. I sent a lot of Facebook PMs to people with the link of my YouTube, and I don't know if that was the right way because obviously friends of mine were coming back. Lots of them saying, "Oh, it's really li- nice, and we're really proud of you, and all this." Yeah. 
But then what, really? What? So I think uh, that's where also I think I've I've not quite done it right. Okay, so in terms of, you know, in terms of sending links, something I would normally suggest would be people need to kind of be told what to do in a sense. So I would suggest maybe an end goal. So you might say, hi guys, here's a link to my song, could you please repost? Or I did say like or reshare, but I've okay. got a few people saying I'm not really sure what to do. But I'm saying that if I were a PM, I think it's probably... I understand, e- yeah. It amazes me when people say that. I've had the same thing. People kind of say, I'm not sure what you want me to do. And I'm, I, I sort of have to go, okay, maybe it's not that obvious. But Yeah, I don't know whether... I, well, I'm presuming it wasn't that obvious, so... I mean, to me, yeah. I, I, okay, so I would suggest, you know, I think it would be good if we could maybe during this session, maybe a bit later, we could go into maybe some marketing things that you can do. purely on this little thing just mm, today. Absolutely. Because I'm a bit like what we're doing. Yesterday, I burnt a CD and for the first time took the single out and drove, you know, when I went and parked my car. Mm-hmm. Um, and we played London Town, in the tr- which was just one of those little moments. It was a cool moment. But it's always one of those, it's like in the film once, have you seen it, you know? I haven't known, but... Ah, you, you will love it, but see it once. It's a beautiful, and that is now a Western musical, which I haven't seen. But it, there's a real truth that when you have created something in the studio, there's always the moment when the first time you play it in your car, and I oh, hadn't nice. yet. I don't know. It was because my old car, there was problems with the radio and it used to drive me mad. So, and also it was time. And what's come off from that is when I was burning the little CD to play in my car, I went, oh, I do have two other dance tracks that I've already finished. Uh, yeah. Which one of you, I mean, they're both very different. And I just went, I could do a dance EP. So my little brain, of course, is like, oh. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a really cool, um, when I was in Canada, one of the things I trained in was EFT, as I told you about, you know, the, emotional freedom technique yes and the reason i mention this is because the my teacher um her name's janice smiley she's amazing about the subconscious mind and and it it really illustrates what you just said about um you know how you realize what was already there and she uses an example in class and she says you know and this is i think this is a great thing to, to sort of show creative just that it's most of what you want is already there and she said okay halfway through class okay the bottom of your right foot how does it feel you think, oh, okay. And she goes, does it feel hot? Does it feel cold? Does it feel this, that? And she really takes you through it. And she thinks, okay, so you describe it. And then she says, you know, but 10 minutes ago, did you, were you even aware of how it felt? And I'm not sure if I've said that specifically how she did, but the whole point is to illustrate that, you know, it's always been there. You're just tuning your awareness into it. Yes. And oftentimes as creatives, you know, we tend to get very, you know, I like when you said that you, it was by playing London Town that you realised you had other songs that you could also play. In the same look, because I've got like yeah. jazz, but I do have three dance remixes, mm-hmm. all of which are quite different, but actually are all, are, are certainly, just, you know, they're, 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 I mean, you can't judge your own words, quirk very well, but they, they're all kind of catching their own way and quite different. One's more Balearic and one's kind of a yeah. bit more hard, crazy house. But still has a point of going, oh. I wrote this, and you still know the words, and you you know you still s- sat in the studio for hours, and I didn't really market any of them properly. And I, I'm realising that's the that is it's the time now, and I, I say that having done lots of shows and Edinburgh and some, you know all that kind of stuff that I've done. But I'm saying that now about my music, about really, it's silly to have you sitting on a hard drive. Yeah, completely. But of course, I had always have had the dance music link, and then I, but it's also because there's so many nearly. Record deals that nearly happen, single deals that nearly mm-hmm. happen. You know what I mean? And you get so oh, and then it gets dropped. And I think the, I, I think the more one has a reputation in a positive way mm-hmm. for doing work. 
So is there a sense of kind of disappointment around the ones that maybe didn't come to fruition as no, you got? actually, funny enough, I, I mean, I, last session I told you about the, the debacle with the one track. In fact, I might play a bit at the end of this podcast. Please do. Um, the Sun in the Morning track, which, you know, was written, and, you know, the next day got played on Capital Radio, then I had a then manager who told me to pull it because we needed to go and get an album did, and then this happened really fast, and then we went in the studio, and I paid for a studio time, proper big studio, got a really great producer and he was also quite famous who just basically ran right, took drugs and caused havoc, took, brought people in the studio, I had to sack him. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it, and lost the, deal, the single deal off the back of it because he was driving the labour creative that's what I'm really getting getting and I know this and this is what my whole blog's about and I know it but I tend to do it in some areas like book the show do the show oh no the show's three weeks wait I better start writing the show mm-hmm. at least it's a very fine art way for me always work set a deadline do it mm-hmm. and if you're in a fringe brochure you have or you've got a venue booked you have no choice but when you do it the other way which is you develop the product and then you've got to take it into somewhere that is a different I think some creatives come out you know it's different it's a, it's a, yeah it's, it's a very different ball game I think when you do something like you book a date to yes. speak to do a workshop mm-hmm. to you know because this is painting, for, yeah. this is for all creatives you know so but if you for example I know of a a lady who she's a coach and she does workshops uh, in the states big, big workshops. And she said often, when at the start, she would book the workshop, advertise the content, and then have to write everything. Yes. And she, the, the reason she did it was because you, when people have paid for the tickets and you know that you've got, like, three weeks to write two days' worth of content, suddenly, you know, you, it's very real. And I think that that, for some people, works very well. And on the other hand, of, on the other side of things, you know, the... There's sometimes a product isn't as good as it could be because you yeah. haven't developed it, and that's always where I, yeah. I come into being on that. There's point. a nice kind of, there's a nice sense of achievement when you finish something, but then what? One has to be careful that you, you don't keep waiting for it to be perfect to release it. Does that make sense? Because yeah, I, absolutely. Or, or find that you've tried, you get knocked back a few times because I'm getting some lovely little. Po- some people are going, oh, this is. Re-. Some people are loving London Town, and then others are like. Oh, this is great, but I still, it's, it's requiring, uh, requiring, I think, massive action for me, mm-hmm. because I need to get it in some people's hands where, and I'm, you know, things are happening, and I've sent it to some interesting people, and some friends of mine go to, oh, play it there and send it here, and I've got wonderful friends who go, oh, I'll send it to so-and-so, but I feel that I know the onus is on me to, uh, there's a yeah. step, I've got to, I've got to put, I've, I'm feeling massive action is actually what needs yeah. happening. It's just massive action at a time when, I'm about to do play Arcadine and the Seagull. She's like a, a beautiful monster, but it's an all-consuming, massive role. But actually, I'm quite relaxed about it now. We start on Monday, and I know what I'm doing. 
So talk to me about the sense of overwhelm. I know in our last session you mentioned that you felt time was an issue, which was why... You time know, is an issue, and um, even this week running around. But then I also, I haven't been to the gym to the same level as I should do. Um, I, I just sometimes allow distractions, people, other people's needs. Um, and also, oh, don't I deserve a rest a bit? There's a bit of that. Self-righteous rest. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. And cause this weekend I'll be busy all weekend. You know, I won't be sitting, you know what I mean? There won't be like a... So... I mean, in terms of things like the gym, for example, you know, it, it's good... And it's actually natural for there to be a sense of fluctuation amongst priorities at different times. It's very easy, you know. Well, I feel so. I was feeling really good two weeks ago. Now I don't feel so good. So, and you need to feel strong and alive and, and on it for the for, for um, I find for the stage. Not in life. Uh, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I'm really aware of your energies. You you can't be carrying anything excess. I mean, my, my sister's seven months pregnant at the moment, and she's like me. She's tall and slim naturally in fact she's even slimmer than I am naturally she's really tiny boned and so for her it's this effort of carrying this extra weight so, <coughs> excuse me it's also fairly kind of a, it, it has an emotional impact so I would really encourage you to find you know whilst it's normal that there's a sense of fluctuation in terms of you know when we're not busy it's very easy to go to the gym and get you know very in shape yeah I know I know of a, a, a a sort of a client and friend of mine and um, you know when he wasn't getting booked for things he had he was so in shape and glowing and healthy because he had the time yes. to make all the smoothies and juices go to the gym and the reason you know I really want to say to people listening it's okay for there to be a sense of fluctuation because you might be for example working towards making a show happen or releasing a single which yes. is a classic point now but once it actually you know once it actually starts to come through and, and it, it becomes real you are going to have to shift priorities but what I would really encourage you to do is find something whether it's 15 minutes whether it's however long you can do you know prioritize your well-being yeah yeah because yeah. I don't want you to work I don't want you to kind of work yourself into the ground promoting a single and I must do it you know and then find that you feel sure I know what, actually I think the problem is now I'm a bit lost about what is my next step with mm -hmm. the single Okay. Because I now go, oh, I could release a three-track DVD uh, EP. I've got a self-made, quite, you know, it's quite a cute little video I've done. I'm quite proud of my little video. I love the sunsets, and I've not, I've managed to get two cranes to kiss. I did some video jiggery poker play with, and at one point, you know, there's two cranes kissing in the video, which amuses me. <laughs> if nothing else. If nothing else. But now I'm like. Oh God, I'm a bit. I, I'm back to I don't know now. I've tried. I've, I've I've gone over the hurdle of going to friends. Here it is. And some people are saying, "Oh, did you do?" Some people said, "Oh, listen to it." Some people are get back. I'm waiting on some. But I do feel like I don't know what I'm doing now. I do feel like yeah, I don't know. I almost feel like do I need to basically print a load of, load of them out and go and go and literally go from go from club to club, particularly West End club and also gay club, and knock on some doors. Some people are saying, oh, that's really good, but, you know, when I'm waiting for people to come back and no one's going to... You know what I'm saying? I, I completely understand. In such a... I don't know what to do next, really. I kind of do, but I don't know the best way to do. I think what you identified as being a, a, you know, a next step in terms of handing CDs out is an excellent idea. In such a crowded market, you know, it's essential to understand how to stand out, to be successful, and part of that means understanding that, you know... 
there are so many people at one time trying to do everything. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, people say, oh, I'm just going to... You know, I, got, I, I remember very naively sending off, like, an article to be submitted to a website, and I didn't realise that they must get probably 500 every few... You know, yeah, they must yeah. get hundreds a day. And I had this kind of, like, you know, very naive sort of sense of, like, they're going to get back tomorrow. And when it didn't happen, I was, you know, very angry and very disappointed. And it's a very good lesson because for creative people, we tend to have so much energy and passion and focus in, in our product and our work. But we forget that there are hundreds of other people who have the same thing. And I say this in a good way, not yeah, to yeah. be in any way, you know, diminishing. So in terms of handing it out, uh, something that I, th I think is quite profound here is I went to a, a workshop about a week ago or a week and a half ago uh, with Mike Dooley from The Secret. Yeah. And from Notes from the Universe, amazing guy. I mean, I got to spend some time with him afterwards and ask him some questions about my business. It was just, you know, life-changing. And one of the things he said, which I thought was really relevant here to creatives, is he said, just knock on as many doors as you can. Meaning, you know, once you've handed them out, also make sure you're doing your social media, also make sure that you're doing your email list, also make sure that you're doing a company, you know. It sounds overwhelming, he said, but when you keep that en all that energy moving, the, not only do things you know, they move, literally, but also you, you kind of prevent any feelings of, you know, he said, and I, he said something like, uh, you know, get so busy knocking on doors that you don't really have time to sort of wait for things. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, at the moment, of course, I'm thinking, but I, I love what you said about that kind of sending stuff out, because, of course, I'm doing the seagull. I'm like, my agent kind of has retired, so I'm also trying to get a new agent, so I've written to loads of those. I've had lots of people saying, sorry, we're too busy that week or we're not taking open books, but, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, and also cast and directors, some of whom are saying they make cons, some not. And luckily, obviously, I'm not the only person in the cast, so things will happen with that. But I feel like I need an email which goes, oh, by the way, I'm in the seagull. By the way, I'm releasing a dance single, mm -hmm. which are quite disparate, right? I understand. Very, very straight, serious, wonderful check-off to, to that. Um, and then... But it is a case of, I've got to just, I mean, the thing is, there is no one keys, there. there's no one door that I hit that's going to open, that's going to make the sense. No. Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. And I <laughs> think I realised, and it, if there was, it would be a lot easier. And if I had a show, I know where I'm putting it, la, 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 la. Whereas, um, obviously, with something like a song, really, what I want to do is get it into... I just want to get it into people's ears. I want to be able to hear it played. I, and I don't want to see people dance. I know where, where it needs to go. I'm very clear on that. And um, it's just a bit... I guess it's a bit frustrating not having one door to knock on. I think that's a very good point that you're making because something I really enjoy about, excuse me, <clears throat> doing podcasts and interviews and things is that for me, it's very important that people can listen to, like, for example, this conversation and yeah, they can yeah. identify and take something away from. Absolutely. And I think that's certainly something a lot of creative people can identify with. It's the sense of, I have this, you know, this amazing thing, this book, this CD, this whatever, you know, insert your thing. And you almost want someone to kind of point and go, okay, Marisha, that's the door you need to knock on. And the guy will answer in five minutes. You know, there's a sense of wanting to be told what will happen next or, or knowing specifically which door. And, you know, you and I had a conversation, I think it was the night before last, about, um, you know, fluidity and how you could you don't ever really know what leads to one thing. No, no, yes. Um, something Mike Dooley said, which I just thought was brilliant, you know, when he got booked for The Secret, 
you know, this, it, the visa being on that DVD just changed my life and my business, and it opened up international gigs. But he said the lady who booked him had been reading his email newsletters for six months and never got in touch. Yeah. And just one day decided to say, by the way, I'm putting together a, a documentary about law of attraction. I think you're kind of great. Can we fly you to New York? Now, the reason I think this is so on point for this is because, you know, you're putting yourself out there in a lot of different ways. People are noticing. <laughs> and I, you know... Schizophrenic artist. <laughs> <laughs> manically painting. So I can understand that there's a sense of perhaps confusion about, you know, what door do I knock on next? And I would really encourage you to literally go back to one of the things we did in the first session and look at what's in front of me right now. If you're stuck on that, I would really suggest, I mean, it might, it might, it sounds so simple, but I would suggest saying to yourself, okay, what is the, the next step right now? What makes the most sense? And go and do that. Yeah, no, that sounds good. So, okay, so I'll write a list again of all the things I feel are holding me back in the moment. Mm -hmm. I do want to come back from rehearsal this afternoon. And then um, just move forward on all of those things. Because there's a lot, a lot, you know, there's the agent, there's the remind people, there's the show, there's the etc. But again, it's, it's about going, what can I do for each thing? Now, can I ask specifically, because um, I'm aware that you've, you've got a cab coming and then you're flying off to Ibiza, um, that um, in terms of what am I going to do now, what is the best way to try and get some kind of movement, viral movement, I, I, I hate to use that word but I'm going to, I know what you mean, with, I get, I... with my YouTube video, because now I've got it, I've got a song, people can listen to it, it's very nice, it's been up, I don't know, maybe a few days a week, we've only got like 80 views, but still it's nice 80 people have seen it. Um, so now I don't know, what is the best way to try and get it into the, people to kind of be encouraged to share it a bit more or like it a bit more? What should I, are there other things I should be doing with it? I mean, obviously it's great because now I can stick it in my email signature and all that kind of stuff. But okay. I'm also a bit like I don't want to push it too much on the acting emails when I'm sending to cars and directors and agents. I don't want to confuse them in this moment. Absolutely not. But I mean, in terms of general people, I don't mind. You know what I mean? Not confused, but I understand. Unless it's specifically relevant for that communication. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't add it in if you're talking to somebody about a theatre role. No. It's just not relevant. No. So I completely agree on that. Yeah. In terms of getting things moving quickly, um, you know, that's the golden key. Everybody wants things to go. Yeah, it's just a couple of ideas really about what I might be able to do. So, I would. You know, you've already said that. You know, you've put it on your email signature to the right people, you've included it on your Facebook profile, I assume? What do you mean I've included it? Is it I, I've posted it, but I, is it on the, how do you mean on the profile? Uh, on, for example, on an official fan page, yes, it might have you know, an about section. Right. A lot of marketing research kind of indicates that people need to be told what to do very specifically when they interact with the page. Right. Most people I know find that uncomfortable, especially English people. We don't like to be too direct. For you, it, you know, it might be a great idea to, to say something like, click here to listen to my new single, or right. something in, like that. In, the, in, the, in that first block. Because mm -hmm. I say, I oh, love your creativity, as a Facebook fan page, is obviously for, it's for inspiration, mm -hmm. for people to come and get ideas and be... be. So, okay, so, but also put my link in there. And there's another thing I think would work really well, you know, because you're, you've got a strong image, which a lot of people will, can either identify with or will like as in look up to you sort of thing. I think it would be a great idea to create some video stills 
literally just do a screenshot when you're watching the video, cut it, paste it, post it, tag all of your friends and or opinion formers. You know, I say this in the nicest way, but sometimes people go, oh, I've tagged 80 people and it's like their mum and their mum's friends. And that's not really going to, you know, it's not going to create the movement we want. So I'd suggest looking through your list of friends. Yeah. And identifying, you know, the people who are most right for that project. Right. And create, you know, a screenshot. Of, 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 my, of my single cover, basically. Single cover or you moving in the video. I'm not moving the video because it's just a single cover and then there's the... Um, so you know what I mean? Sorry, yeah, yeah. The, 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 yeah, you know, yeah, a clip yeah. of, the, of the, the video moving. Uh, yeah. Going through. And then, you know, tag people, perhaps ask engaging questions. A, lot, a mistake a lot of people make is they just go, like and share, please. And you think, well, Why? You know, I, in my coaching program, I write, you know, I got some really mixed, react, mixed reactions for it, from it, but I, one of the things I say is, you have to put yourself in the consumer's shoes and go, what's in it for me? Because everyone's busy and being sold to, and it's the same with, like, things like, you know, promoting so something in theory, online. I've got a lot of friends that I partly <clears> with <throat> in London that are very much part of that single. Yeah. So I tag them, and that's not weird because it's true, if you know what I mean. I understand, yeah. And then do I then also include the link to the YouTube in that? In yes. That, in that. So I basically say, uh, so I tag their names and then I, I'll pop um, something, something very honest. Like, do you have any recollections? Uh, you know, got or something like great memories of London, partying with London and you or whatever. Be, be I would, op- yeah, I would open the question up. I would, I would almost ask a question that would most likely lead to a positive answer. So, you know, not, do you remember? Because they might say no, and that would not be good. But you well, could no, say... I'm not going to tag people that don't... I don't know, <laughs> if you yeah, yeah. But I think it would be a good idea to have, you know, fairly kind of emotive or strong images from the video, and then something like, Great Night in London Town with da-da-da-da-da, you know, wasn't it fantastic? Yeah. Get, you know, and something a lot of people do, which I don't even mind mentioning because, you know, it's... I, everyone does it, or a lot of people I know do it. You almost arrange interaction. So you might say to a friend of yours on your page, look, I'm going to post this, could you write this? There's a sort of a concept. Um, that's a cold word. That's such a cold word. <laughs> and a while now. <laughs> but there's a, there's a concept about, you know, nobody wants to eat in an empty restaurant and nobody wants to be the first to comment or share. It's very, lots of, lots of research indicates that if it has shares on it already, people will click share. Fine. If it has loads of comments, people have to get in and have a conversation. But when it doesn't, they, it makes people nervous. I don't know why. Okay. So I would so just to sort of recap, so that doesn't sound too sort of yeah yeah you know loads of things at once. I would suggest creating really engaging images. Yes. And then perhaps you know ask questions that lead people to something. You know you want them to reply and then share it. Yes. But another idea I think is quite good for this is we discussed it in a previous session, but. What you want to do is you want to create a sense of identification with the with the brand London. I'm saying brand, you know what I mean, yeah. product London Town. So you could perhaps ask something like, you know, what's your London Town, and post a picture of something you love, and then link to the single. Just you know, you've got to try and get it to people on a lot of different levels. I think the word London Town it's very evocative, yeah. and it sort of says it means something different to everyone. Yeah, I mean, I'm feeling I've got to finish up here looking at the time. Um, uh, that um, what has to go to rehearsal? What has to? Um, I am feeling a bit of resistance, just a bit like, oh, is this a bit embarrassing? Or am I going to hassle my friends? Or is I'm 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 reaching a bit of resistance. There's a bit of me in the resistance. Is in the resistance okay. about just 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 doing that really. So why don't we spend a few minutes on that before you need to go to rehearsal? And I need to kind of yeah. 
pop off. But I, you know, it's natural for there to be resistance come up. Yes. Because don't forget, you've made incredible progress, but you're also now asking your friends to do things. Yeah. And I would really encourage you to look at what's not appropriate and what is. For example, you know, nobody really wants to be sold to by their friends. I made a massive mistake a while ago, and I put lots of work things on my personal Facebook. I thought that I was just sort of being friendly and sharing stuff, but what I found was people were really irritated by it, because somebody, actually, he's a, someone you know is a Buddhist, said, you know, I, I'm your friend, I, ju I just, that's all I want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and at the time I was mildly offended, but I really liked it, because he said, you know, you're my friend, Ryan, I just want to be your mate, that's all I, I don't want to, you know, download your stuff and, your, and this, and so I would encourage you to look at maybe engaging with people who are the most appropriate. So that would minimise a sense of embarrassment. For example, someone like me, of course you could interact with me in, on that level because yeah, that's, yeah. Well, that's part of our friendship, yes. part of our working relationship, yes. all that stuff. For other people, if you don't have a working relationship with them and it wouldn't be terribly appropriate or you haven't spoken for a long time, I would, I would encourage you to not do that. What you want to do is you want to create a group of people that... <coughs> let's see. Uh, you want to create kind of a group of people who are... They are going to be the people who share it and like it and, you know, get it circulating and how you I, do that. I mean, Sorry. the thing, you know, this is great. So, I, I mean, I'm already thinking about, you know, friends of mine who've had great nights in London at their weddings or at parties or la, la, la. Should I be doing separate posts for different people, just one, one with tagged with lots? I like the idea of tagging specific groups and specific posts that are more relevant. There's nothing, for me, there's nothing worse than... Um, you get, like, people tag, you know, they, people post a flyer for a club night. Yeah. And they tag 300 people, or yeah. however many. And you look at it and think, I, I'm just so not even interested in... Yeah, I mean, I've not even thought about doing this, so it should be a first for me, you know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah but it makes sense, and it makes more sense, because obviously I do have groups of people that I, I kind of more email them, but maybe I can then, as you say. Cool, that's great. Okay, so I can get that done. So do that, make a list of what I need to do. And trying to take a step forward because that is the calming thing that you're giving me because I do tend to get a bit. I have so many big things I'm trying to move. You're also creating, a, a, you know, I'm going to get very American self-help here because, <clears throat> as you may or may not know, that's the, a lot of the stuff I subscribe to. But you're creating a new level to your life. You're putting yourself out there. In in a few short sessions, we've gone from you know talking about ideas and resistance about what to do next. You've now shot the video. You're now talking to. <clears throat> talking to people about you know, it. people about it, and I think that it's natural for there to be resistance. But something, something I just wanted to quickly sort of mention that I think would be helpful for you, but also for a lot of people listening. <clears throat> excuse me. Is this idea that growth often comes with a sense of discomfort attached to it? Yeah. And I mean discomfort in a good way. If you look at it like the gym, you know, it hurts when you're training your muscles. To, go, to get bigger or to get more toned. And yeah. it's the same thing often in life. Um, there's a quote I love, and it said, you know, you can either have the discomfort of staying the same or the discomfort of going towards your goals. And I remember having a sense of both, you know, excitement and also, like, dread, because I realised it's inevitable. You know, you're either going to be holding yourself back or pushing yourself forward. So going back to what you were saying about feeling a little bit uncomfortable about perhaps asking friends and maybe a bit embarrassed, I would... Of course, do the groundwork and make sure that it's appropriate people, but really run toward the discomfort. Because ultimately... I'm going to run to you. 
single two, there was only one single, <laughs> no, single two. No, there was single two. Someone else did. I don't know who it is, but someone. Do you know, do you know someone? Yeah, yeah, I'm running to the pain, I'm running to the pain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe not like, just like that, but I do agree. <laughs> I, want, you know, I want you to get, get comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's, yeah. that's a very kind of poppy saying, but when you really understand what it means, it changes everything it's you know don't hide from feeling discomfort or or, or, or uncomfortable you know being uncomfortable run towards it because that's where growth comes from you've got this great single <clears throat> you know it's it's a brilliant sounding song the video's fab people like it it's just not many people have heard it yet and that's okay you know it's the same with books you know 85 to 95 percent of it's marketing it people go oh, i've written the book I know. And they think it's going to become a number one bestseller because they've written it. Yeah, and that's where we all hit a wall, and that's why these sessions are so useful. Great. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Never